Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Saturday. You guys like college football? I know they say around here people aren't in the college football, but I don't think that's true. Betting on college football is fun if you don't have like a college that you went to to root for or you're not into watching Rutgers or Syracuse or Penn State. Let's look at the college slate. I mean, I, I'm tempted to bet against Colorado, but I want Colorado to win. After all the hype of week one, them knocking off TCU, they were plus 800. And uh, I think I took them to cover the spread in a couple parlays, and they didn't. The spread was like a touchdown. Now they're three-point favorites. The over-under set at 57. And uh, they have their first home game in Boulder, Colorado. I, I love that I physically was there before Dion came in. I went 2022. No, 2021. Yeah, wow. 2021 All-Star Game in Denver. After the uh, Home Run Derby All-Star Game, I just rode out to Boulder to see the campus and see the football field, not knowing that prime time would be there. But I'm, I'm tempted to bet against them. 12 o'clock, right? It's 12 a.m. in 12 hours. They're going to kick the ball in the air for a bunch of top 25 teams. Georgia will host Ball State. Georgia is minus 42 against Ball State. I think they'll cover. <laughs> Even with the 42. Ohio State, Youngstown State, Penn State hosting Delaware. I like that game. Like, Penn State should blow them out. But I like the fact that, you know, locally, Delaware can even schedule a game against Penn State like that. Little, little, little rivalry. You know, Penn State kids have friends that go to Delaware and vice versa. Notre Dame. 2-0 Notre Dame. Goes to NC State. Notre Dame's favorite, minus seven and a half. There's so many good games. I'm going to be tired. I got to tell you, I got to admit something on the radio. I've been talking to everybody in here about it, but I got to admit it on the radio. I'm not even tripping off it, to be honest with you. But I'm going to be tired, and I'm always tired, bro. Like, being tired, like, tired and I are are one. I'm never rested. I'm never well-rested. You've never seen me well-rested. You never heard me well-rested. It doesn't happen. I have a kid, you know, shout out to Joel, shouting out my son, Jackson. I love the kid, but bro, he has hit the point now where he's sleeping through the night. Like he'll sleep from uh, about like 730 to like 530 when the sun's starting to come up. And now he's at the stage of his development where he doesn't, he can't talk yet. 
He doesn't know any words, but he's making every possible sound that his mouth can make. And I got him on this, like, Nanit camera on the iPad where, like, I watch him from my master bed and I keep the sound on. And, you know, I host till 2 a.m. I get home, like, 2.33. By the time I wind down, it's 4. By the time I fall asleep and get into sleep, it's 5.30. And my son is... <laughs> that sounds like Planet of the Apes right there. Sound like a monkey sound. My bad, Jack. Not to say you sound like a monkey, but you make some ridiculous sounds. And I'm going to be wide awake tonight because I have to admit, something strange is going on, man. The last Yankee game I went to before tonight, I lost my keys in the stadium. And I bounce around. I hop around. I, I make my rounds. I, I got places to go and people to see in there. People hit me up, yo, where you at, where you at? I, I try and go see friends that I only really see at the stadium. I try and go, you know, the section to section and, and see everybody. But when you're running around like that, you can lose some things. And I wore these basketball shorts tonight without good pockets. They don't have deep pockets. And I lost my wallet. But I'm not tripping off of losing my wallet because my wife got me this thing, free ad. I should actually hit them up because I have, I've used this a bunch of th- times. It's called Tile. Free ad for Tile. You should you should look it up. Tile, just T-I-L-E. There's an app that you get, and then they send you about like four or five pieces. They send you a keychain to put on your keys. They send you like a little tag to put on like a badge or an ID. And then they send you like a, a little slim card that looks like a debit card you can put in your wallet. And um, <laughs> I lost my wallet, but I can see exactly where it is up on 161st street it ain't moved has not moved nobody has picked it up so when i get done here i'm driving back to the bronx to try and find my wallet 877-337-6666 let's see who's on the phone randy's in harrison new york on the fan what's up randy yeah keith you know what i like about you you have knowledge man you don't just talk to talk you have tremendous knowledge in sports you love sports yeah yeah it's real how many people at your station work there? They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they were talking about Yankees and Mets are going to win. They're going to be a Subway Series. It's a, How great they're going to be. You know what it is, Randy? It's I think we all are knowledgeable. I definitely know there are some of us that know more about you know one sport uh, than, than the other. But you know what? It's an it's an approach thing. I don't approach my shows trying to make a take or a hot take. I don't approach my shows trying to get calls. I don't approach my shows with these like off the wall theories. I'm just coming well, in here love, talking well, to y'all about like sports. Yeah, you, I'm, you sports. and you can tell that I'm a real sports fan. I go to the games, I watch That's the games, fun. I read articles, I care about this stuff. I'm not trying to be this like. Uh, there's no shtick here. There's no uh, sports talk radio hot take. There's That's no. Right. There's That's no right. bait. I'm not putting any bait out there for you guys to call. I'm just literally connecting with other you, you fans know, and talking you, sports. You know what you got? You got class. You got class. That's what you got. I appreciate but, it, man. And, I, uh, and I'm Eagles, here every night. I just want to ask you one thing. The Eagles, who are they missing from last year? The Eagles are missing a few of their D linemen, a few of their linebackers. We saw C.J. Gardner-Johnson um, last night with the Lions. They'll they'll miss him. He's a corner. Right. Um, but for the most part, their offense is intact outside of Miles Sanders. 
So which, why are there only four point favorites against uh, Newman? I, I don't know. You know what I? You know what I was talking to someone about this today because people are taking the Patriots and they're saying, "Oh, well, Tom Brady is going to be honored before the game. Tom Brady can't play. What? Like yeah, that doesn't mean anything." That's right. What it is is it's week one, and people want to pick upsets. I know you have to pick upsets. Something is going to happen out of the ordinary or out of what we expect. So what people are expecting is a Super Bowl hangover from the Philadelphia Eagles and for them to walk into Foxborough and Bill Belichick, who everybody acts like is the best coach of all time, they expect him to be prepared and the Patriots to be able to get the best of them. But I don't necessarily feel that way. Not not that the quarterback the Eagles have, he's tremendous. He's Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, a great player with a great story. I just, I, I, he's got weapons. He's got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith still. Not for nothing. Uh, DeAndre Swift is a home run hitter that they picked up from the Lions at running back if he's healthy, which I know that's a big if with him. Their offensive line still intact. When you hear me talk about football being a, a cohesive thing, cohesion, what I mean is like these guys that have gone to war with each other time in and time out, they, they know what to expect. From the man to their left and their right, there are no questions. There are there's a, there is no doubt. They're not working on their relationships. Like these guys have been in the trenches and have been with each other for years. So I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles are on their way to having another good season. I know they lost both their coordinators. That could you know that that could slow them down. But I just think it's the guys. I don't think it's the X's and O's. I think it's the Jimmys and the Joes. And they have enough Jimmys and Joes on that team to be competitive. And they drafted well, right? Um, blanking on the uh, guy that they lost um, to the Niners, but then they they draft Jalen Carter to replace him on the D line. All right, thanks, thanks a lot, Keith. Stay well. Take thanks care. for the call, Randy. Now I got to figure. Oh, Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave went from the Eagles to the Niners. Oh, no big deal. You know they still have Hassan Reddick. Uh, and they go get Jalen Carter. If you heard me the other night, I'm like, I can't believe the NFL let Jalen Carter fall to the Philadelphia Eagles. It happens. It is what it is. Gary's in Harrison, New Jersey on the fan. Hello, Gary. What's up, brother? Hey, I, I got to call out the Jet fans, man. Just as you were saying uh, Giant Stadium and Jet Life Stadium, I was driving past it. I drive a truck. And it says tickets available for Monday night's game. The game is not sold out. <laughs> Let's take a look. <laughs> this well, is a true story, man. I just seen it on the billboard. Yeah, you it's know, not- people are going to wait till the last minute with that type of stuff. And yeah, not- people are always looking for freebies. And that's the type of, you know, I don't know. Uh, there's tickets available, but I think it's still going to be a, a sellout. And I'm looking at the, the resale market now. But no, I understand what you're saying. You're driving by. They they don't have to put that on the like banner on the marquee. Like, hey, still tickets available. You know, three nights from now, not even now. You know, two nights from now. It's up there, man. It. it I was like, wow. Just as you were saying, Jet Life Stadium and Giant Stadium. I'm passing it. I'm looking at it. It's Monday night. Jets Bills tickets available. I said, oh my god. Cheapest ticket right now on Ticketmaster NFL Ticket Exchange is one seventy. For section three hundred and one, there's a, actually a lot of tickets available. There's a you you can have your pick at the section you want to sit in for Monday Night Football. Jets hosting the Bills. You're actually right there. I'm, as I'm looking at it now, there are a ton of tickets available still. It is not sold out. It's gonna it's gonna get there though. I think it's gonna get there though. 
That's crazy. Hey, one more thing I wanted to bring up. You know, I'm the guy I called you and I said when you first came on, you reminded me of a young Richard Neer. You're a total gentleman. Everybody loves you, man. You're a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. You talk about your son every night. You surprised me the other night, though. You said that you were wearing a Michael Vick jersey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, you're not worried about PETA coming after you or whatever. Even <laughs> myself, like, Mike, Michael Vick's a, he's a murderer, bro. I mean, I know his style or whatever, but he's a murderer, man. Well, I don't, I don't condone any of that. And I know, you know, Vick served his time, and we're some – I feel like we're like 20 years from that now, but I I grew up I grew up in the era where when Vic was at Virginia Tech, I was a Florida State fan. I'm like, man, this guy is hell. He is nice, like he's killing it. And I played quarterback growing up. I wanted to be Vic. I had his cleats, I had his jersey. I didn't root for the Falcons, but I just thought he was something else. Uh, it's unfortunate that he slipped and you know fell into the whole uh, you know dog fighting ring, and then he you know served his time, but. You know, I I know he made a mistake in that, and I don't really hold that against him. And I don't think anybody will hold it against me for saying that I own a Michael Vick jersey that I've owned since I was 11 or 12, maybe. Well, someday when your son's growing up and he reads about what Michael Vick did, how are you going to explain that to your son that, you know, this guy murdered and tortured and hung dogs and electrocuted yeah, him? And everything? I'm going to say from what I know that, that Vick, you know, he facilitated it. He uh, probably funded it. But I don't think he was it was down there, you know, really deep into that. I don't think he he could be. But he was in the mix with the wrong people. Uh, Newport News, seven five seven area of Virginia. Uh, you know, they had the kettle company, and I don't know. I, like I'm trying to like reach to the depths of my mind. I remember hearing those, you know, uh, stories about that with Vic. You know, but I don't I don't look at Vic as like you know he was hands on with that. I think he just got caught up in that. His name was in the mix with that, and he served his time. He served his time. He was punished. That derailed his his career. Well, you know, you know, I would never, you know, some of these people they get a hold of you saying that you, you know, you're a fan of this guy and you wear his jersey in public. You know, you know, some of these wackos. You know, me, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't like the guy because of what he did. But you know, some of those fanatical people might take it a step yeah. further and start boycotting you or whatever. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they can. But do you're that. a classy dude. You're a classy, classy dude. I love you hearing about your son. I was talking to you a couple weeks ago. We were talking about your father and everything, and mm -hmm. you didn't understand, you know, you know how he could, you know, not be in your life and everything after you having a son. But you know, some people are better grandfathers than fathers, so maybe <laughs> you know things will get better. And you know, circumstances be a, are different for everybody, and people make choices and decisions in the same way. You know, I've forgiven Michael Vick. I've forgiven my pops and other people too. Thanks for the call, Gary. I mean. You know, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I believe in second chances and I don't really hold things against people, especially after like a certain amount of years, statute of limitations. I don't know. You got to move on. You got to move forward. If, if somebody uh, decided to boycott my show, because when I was a 13 year old kid, my mom bought me a Michael Vick Falcons jersey way before we knew anything about uh, what ended his time in Atlanta and put him in jail. Like, I don't know. I, I would think that, you know, you can, um. You can hate me for other things. You could uh, find better things to do with your own time. Uh, I, I'm fine with animals. You know, I, I have a cat. I don't have a dog, but I love my cat. And having my cat, my, my wife put the cat in my life like two years ago, and I felt bad. I'm like, man, you know, I got to apologize to some of my friends that I didn't understand how much they loved their dogs, how they treated their dogs like family members and like people. I, I looked at a lot of my friends' dogs like wild animals on the street. 
like like rats in the subway. Like, ew, get get away from me. <laughs> but I had to apologize. So once I once I got my cat and I saw how you know taking care of an animal was and how friendly my cat is. My cat loves me. When I when I do get home eventually from driving to the Bronx and driving home, I know one person will be up waiting on me. That's that's my cat. Shout out to Tune. Tune doesn't get enough love on WFAN anymore since Jackson came up. Now, you know, Tune is chopped liver. All they want to hear about is the baby Jackson, the baby boy. But Tune is still there. Shout out to Tune. I got no problem. I'm not a I'm not someone that that condones cruelty to animals. I just liked Michael Vick as a football player. That's it. Jim is in Thornwood on the fan. What's up, Jim? Hey, Keith. How's it going, brother? Good, good. Um, good. I, I, I'd love for you to talk about your your cat tune. I'm actually standing outside right now. Take my dog, Killian, out. And I got my son, Jack, at home. Not to be confused to your son, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, it's but, a good, um, good feeling to have both, right? I, now I can speak to having yeah. a pet and, and having a kid. Like three years ago, I had no idea. Yeah, I was just driving up from work. I had to chime in. You were talking earlier about uh, Waller on the the Giants and that, and I'm a I'm a diehard Raiders fan. I called in a couple times, talked to Loogie late nights, and how great Waller is, and how much he like elevated Carr, and just having Waller on the Giants this year, like Daniel Jones never had that guy who's there who could be his checkdown guy, who could be a safety guy. Safety blanket, And, like, yes. now he's got him. And as long as he's healthy, which has always been his problem, but when he's healthy, like, Jones is going to have him. And, like, the Giants are going to be great this season. And I hate saying, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Raiders fan, live here in New York, you know. Bo Jackson back in the day, that's why I always loved him. And all my friends are Giants fans, so, like, I got to pay attention to him. But, like, I, I think... Waller can be the difference that the Giants need as long as he's healthy because, you know, Jones never had him. I mean, he had Ingram for a little bit, but he was never really that guy. Trust me, I know it. I I drafted him in fantasy, and I remember the years where he was healthy. He's a big body. They can't cover him. Linebackers can't cover him. Safeties can't cover him. He's got sure hands. He's going to be an easy target to hit whether it's designed for him to get the ball as the first read or whether it ends up being like the last read check down. And then also what I love about Waller is he isn't just a uh, hand-in-the-dirt guy. They can split him out. They can move him off the ball. They have multiple formations to uh, get him in the right matchup one-on-one. It's going to be interesting to watch this Giants offense versus last year. Like, they're not going to be the same offense as last year. They're going to be very balanced and versatile and I think they're going to keep defenses on their toes. I think everyone's going to try and key in on Waller, but don't go to sleep on Saquon. I think everyone's going to, you know, try and stop Waller and Saquon. And then you've got Burners and Paris Campbell and Jalen Hyatt and even Darius Slayton that can get behind the defense. So pick your poison. Uh, I, I think Kafka and Dayball are both offensive masterminds, and they're going to look at the weakness on every defense they face and try to exploit it and try and trick teams and try and disguise coverage and use motion and get their guys in open space. And this offense is going to be way more explosive than it was last year when you just had, you know, Richie James, David Sills, Darius Slayton was in there. He had a couple big exactly. plays. Slayton had, um, you know, a couple big plays, and I give him props for what he did last year. But for the most part, the Giants' offense was was Saquon, handoffs to Saquon, 
you know, Daniel Jones running, run the ball and a couple throws, short throws here and there until they got Hodgins and could, you know, attack a little bit more down the field. But I think this year they're going to open it up. And I think last year by design, when you don't have the talent and you do have to focus on their most talented player was Saquon Barkley. So, yes, by design, we're going to give the most talented player 30 carries because he could break one. You know, that's that's our strong point. But now they have talent in a few different spots on offense, and I, and I think they're going to be able to open it up more. You'll see the playbook more versus last year. I feel like the playbook was very vanilla, vanilla Vic. I think the playbook was a little bit um, simplified because they did not have the dominant receivers or the dominant tight end. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Looking but, forward to seeing it. He, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I know the Cowboys' defense, and they're going to try and rush. Obviously, they're going to try and get Micah Parsons on – Daniel Jones and Dexter Lawrence, or Demarcus Lawrence, rather. But I, I don't know. We'll see how they match up. Like I mentioned, Donovan Wilson's out. Uh, you know, do they end up with Malik Hooker or J. Ron Kirst covering Darren Waller? And then uh, with Stephen Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs, it's going to be interesting to see Paris Campbell and Slayton and these guys line up. I don't, I don't know who wins. It's, it's going to be a, a fun game Sunday night for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Keith, again, Awesome. You're doing a great job on this late night show. Like the last guy said, you had nothing to worry about that big thing. You know, that man was a stud. And, uh, you know, keep yeah, this up. You're going to be. Uh, it's not something I even thought about until now. Yeah, that, that, that was crazy hearing that. But, hey, you're, you're one of the best guys on this uh, station as of now. And you're going to be uh, you're going to be in the afternoon soon. And I look forward to hearing that. Appreciate the call and the compliments, Jim, everybody. Um <laughs> I am, I'm thankful, bro. Like, I'm thankful to to have a time slot. Like, if you can't tell that from me, like, WFAN is an iconic station and brand with a ridiculous history. And, you know, we did have some changes with our shows. And I know everybody aspires to be on the morning show or the midday or the afternoon. But I'm coming up on two years in November. And, man, I'm I'm heavy in reflection a lot. Like, just to think about the opportunity that was put in front of me and how it could have went a bunch of different ways, really how paranoid I've been throughout this whole experience. Like, I don't know. I'm a competitive person. I played sports growing up. I played football. You just have this like competitiveness where you're like, yo, I got to bring it every day. I got to deliver. And you question yourself sometimes. And, uh, you know, just to, to be consistently now doing this for two years and have stacked enough shows where, I do have listeners, I do have callers, I do have quote-unquote fans, people that appreciate what I've brought to WFAM, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to be a New York City radio host, specifically here, talking sports every night, which is something I, I've done since I was a kid. You know, I've, I've always been a sports fan and an athlete, and I've always had the gift of gab and been able to talk about all the sports that I played and watched. I'm not the smartest guy. I don't pretend to be. I have internet access. If I don't know something, I'll look it up. If you know something that I don't know and you call up and tell me, I don't try and fight you or or, or yell at you. I, I thank you for that. I welcome that. I I want that type of conversation. Like, there's a ton of people listening. You know, let's get it right versus, like, a wild take or floating a story out there or making a prediction just to make a prediction. Like, that's not what I'm on. Before I sign off tonight, I'll, I'll try to predict the – you know, week one outcomes, but nobody knows. That's why it's so intriguing to watch. The NFL is leaning into this whole, uh, 
you can't make this stuff up. The NFL is scripted from Arian Foster going on that podcast and then the internet running with all the things that they thought were scripted. You can't script the NFL. These guys want to win. There's ridiculous athletes on every team, ridiculous coaches on every team. It's unlike our other sports. It's not like baseball. It's not like basketball. It's not like hockey. It's not like the U.S. Open. It's not like track. It's not like Football is 11 on 11. It is modern-day American gladiator. It is war. Uh, and they're trying to make it a little safer where you can't you you know, you can really do some of the things that you used to do on the field to uh, you know, be physical and, and really impose your will. But the game has gotten super exciting. That's why there's so much you know, fantasy football and parlays and things and points being scored and touchdowns. And I can't wait. I, I, I am such a football fan. When Sunday comes... I'm not doing too much. Like I'm going to watch the game Sunday at 1, and then when the 4 o'clock games start, uh, I'm probably going to head out to the stadium and tailgate. And like I've been saying all week, like I'll be wearing my Cowboys gear. It is what it is, folks. Like, like And you've, hear, you've heard me talk about the game. If the Giants beat the Cowboys Sunday night, I will walk out of there perfectly fine. I'm not going to be pissed off. If the Cowboys beat the Giants, I'll walk, I'll walk out of there perfectly fine. I've been to five of these. And... Uh, you know, when we get to the picks tonight, of course I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? I'm a Dallas fan, bro. But at the same time, I'm a host on WFAN. This is the flagship station of the New York Giants. I've been keeping an eye on them. I can give credit where credit is due. And if they go out there and put it all together in week one on their home field and knock off Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, I will give them props and credit for that. Let's see it, though. 877 877- 337-6666. Let me sneak another call in before we get to the middle of the hour. Dale is in Rockaway, New York on the fan. What's up, Dale? Hey, man. How's it going? It's going, man. You know, taking calls, talking sports, passing the time. We got uh, 90 minutes left. What you got? All right. So everything you said about Michael Vick, I agree with except for one thing. Right, you have said that you don't think he he was down there actually killing the animals and all that. You might have felt like he was funding it or he uh, like he was with the wrong people. And I think that's that's not like an excuse to me, man. If you're if you're funding it, that means you're okay. I'm with not it. making you're excuses actually- for the guy. Let me put let me put Dale on hold before we like turn the show into like like what the because I said yesterday that I had a Mike Vick jersey on in an interview I did with somebody like. Y'all are dra- dragging it, bro. Like, the, it's not, we're, we're not doing all that. When Vic got arrested, I think I was in high school, bro. When Vic came into the league, I think I was in middle school. I don't remember. I'm not endorsing what he did. I'm not co signing what he did. I don't care about what he did because now we're in 2023. You see, Michael Vic is still working, still doing things, still popping up here and there. Like I get it. People want to bury people for mistakes that they made and things that they did. But like this cancel culture, like like we got to move on from it. I'm trying to talk football with you guys. I'm trying to talk week one. I don't I don't care about the the intricacies of what Michael Vick did or didn't do. He served his time. He got punished. And like I said, I was a young man. I was a teenager. There's no way for me to remember the exact details. I'm Googling it now. Like I, I I'm sure he was guilty. That's why he did time. Um, but what I'm saying is, as a kid, I was a Michael Vick fan for what he did on the field. A lot of us were. And there are a lot of these athletes that are not perfect. There are a lot of these athletes that make mistakes. You know, people are going to be wearing Deshaun Watson's jersey and rooting on Deshaun Watson, 
who sexually assaulted women and tricked them into um, thinking that they were doing a job, giving him a massage, and next thing you know, he's doing what he did, right? There are going to be people cheering this guy on, wearing his jersey. He got a second chance. Now, I don't know how you feel about women and sexual assault, but, like, I'm not trying to go down that road either. There's a bunch of these guys. Did you, like, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, like, beat up his kid. Then he just got off from uh, another fight incident at some marina or whatever. Um, Alvin Kamara, they stomped some guy out. None of these guys aren't saints. They're football players. And I don't know any of these guys off the field. So when you hear me talk about I'm a fan of them, I'm a fan strictly about, like, what I saw them do on the field. That's it. I'm not... I'm not saying that they're right or wrong in, in any of that stuff they did. So let's not get it twisted. Let's not take the show into that route because this is week one. There are much better things to talk about. Let's bring Dale back in so he can speak his piece because I'm sure he had something that he wanted to say for anyone out there um, on Michael Vick. Maybe he knows more than I know. I, I didn't hang up on him. I just put him on hold before we take the show into, like, Michael Vick dog fighting. And, like, there's no reason to do that. Michael Vick hasn't played in years. Go for it, Dale. All right, man, listen, I appreciate you putting me on hold. I appreciate you not hanging up. Like I said, like, I actually I actually respect what you had to say. The only like, the only line I, and I, I focus on is only one line. I just want to be clear. When you fund something like that, right, when you, what doesn't matter if you are the one choking the dog out and hanging the dog or whatever, you are complicit. And that's all I want to say. So it's not like that little part. Yeah, he's 100% guilty. I'm not trying to absolve him either. Like I'm saying, the guy did his time. Thanks for the call, Dale. He's 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 got that on his record. That's a stain that he can't wash off. And I don't mean to minimize it by saying I, I don't feel like I could see Vic down there doing that. But maybe he did. There's no way for me to know. And I don't want to waste any more breath on Michael Vick's dogfighting from 2007. Um, it has nothing to do with week one of this NFL season. Like, please call me up and let's talk about spreads, odds, who's going to cover over, under, um, Jets, Giants, matches, matchups on the field. Like, there's no reason to, uh, you know, go down the rabbit hole of, of what happened all of these years ago. 877-337-6666. We got to break it down. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, yeah. 
quick break, I think. Or quick enough. The breaks sometimes feel long. I mean, if they feel like they're long breaks for me, they got to feel like a long break for you. <laughs> this is the radio, though. This is the radio biz. It's not a podcast. This is an on-demand streaming. It's live, over-the-air, free radio that goes on the Odyssey app as well. Keith McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host. Um, really, like, you know, with the Yankee season and with football, my time slot is like 11 o'clock to 2 a.m. I'm not tripping off of it. It is what it is. It's definitely an adjustment. Um, but I know there's not as many folks listening at this time, but I appreciate the folks that do. And there's a lot of people on the line and a lot of people, you know, on Twitter, online. Shout out to the people that hit me up on X, the Elon Musk machine. Just search Keith McPherson, first name, last name. My mom came up with it, and I felt like it was a good name. Uh, didn't need a stage name or too many nicknames. I had a few. But anywho, uh, we were talking about the Jets and um, how, you know, Riding by Jet Life Stadium, they have the banner up, tickets still on sale. I, I, I changed what I said about that because I'm like, they don't have to advertise that. Well, yes, they do. If they're trying to sell tickets, you advertise that everywhere. That's business. But then I went to look at the tickets on NFL Ticket Exchange, and the cheapest ticket for that Monday night game is $170. And I looked around, I'm like, oh, there's plenty of seats available. But then I just went to look for Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys at the Giants. The cheapest ticket to get into that game is 135 and there's plenty of tickets available as well. So I don't think there's that much of a difference. But what I do realize as I'm looking at these tickets, man, they're expensive. To go see an NFL game is wild expensive, yo. I mean, obviously, the Yankees and the Mets, they run it up too, but you can get into, like, Yankee Stadium tonight, these games, now that the Yankees are cooked, you can get in there for $5. You can literally go see the New York Yankees and go see the alien kid hit his fourth career home run for 5 bucks. You're not going to be able to go see John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt or Tay Banks for 5 bucks in their first NFL game. And even a ticket that's 135 after fees or whatever, it's over like 160 I just bought a, a parking pass for Sunday today. Shout out to Schmeez hitting me up, but... I just didn't move fast on it. The tickets, or the, the parking passes started off at 40. When I looked on my phone, they were 40. And, you know, sometimes on the phones, depending on where you are on service, it's hard to, like, make purchases and go through. So I had to wait till I got home and got on the MacBook. By the time I got home and got on the MacBook, it was 60. And then with fees, it was 66 and some change. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I, have, I have a comp ticket. I have a free ticket. So I don't mind paying for my car to be at MetLife because from my experience, I'm never doing a train over there again. It's just so far away, and then where the train is by me, I got to go out of my way to get to the train and then take the train to MetLife, and then taking it back, I I just, um, it's not good for me. Now, if you have a neighborhood that's right by the train, it might be good for you. Taking a Lyft Uber with the way that they do Lyft Uber over there, no, 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 never again. Not me. Not me. Never again. Like, I, there's just no, I'm not setting myself up for that. I would get dropped off in a Lyft Uber, but... I would need a ride out of there. So what I'm going to do is drive myself there and drive myself there, have a couple drinks, walk around, throw the football. And by the time I'm walking out at the end of the game, I'll be completely sober and drive home. I live 15, 20 minutes away with no traffic. So that's the plan for Sunday night. All my routed friends are here for Sunday night. Let's get back to the phones. Everybody wants to talk football. Everyone's got to take 
on something, right? 877-337-6666. Let's go to Robert in Manhattan on the fan. Hey, Brother Keith McPherson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I got to correct you on one thing before we get to the good uh, listen, stuff. Listen, I don't – with Mike Vick, I'm telling you, I was a teenager. No, no, not Mike Vick. <laughs> I'm, not interest, I'm not interested in Mike Vick. Mike Vick is in the, 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 the distant past. Yeah, it has nothing to do with right now. No, no, no. I want to correct you on something you said about Jets fans being able to watch the game Monday on, e, on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, Knicks. After you know what Disney has oh, done? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a big it, that's a big issue right Disney now. Disney has taken all the channels. I don't even know how many channels I'm missing because they've taken ESPN. I don't like ESPN. I don't like how they do that. I oh. I worked I worked at Fubo TV so I learned a lot about like RSNs oh. and these network deals especially in this streaming era. It's not it's just not right. Like Well it isn't. It isn't and if I've you pay, If you pay if you pay for that like, like well, they've I, taken they've taken EA ABC. They've taken well. Never mind. I can't even tell you. Does who knows? Because it's a it's a dispute between the distributor and the network. The network right. has a price that the distributor looks yeah, at their numbers yeah. and says, "No, we we're not paying you for that." And then they they pull a plug. We've seen it happen with the Yes Network. We've seen it happen with SNY. It's a reoccurring theme. Whether it's a fight with Comcast, Spectrum, Optimum. Um, Comcast Xfinity, like we we've seen this a bunch, and it just sucks that it's happening right now as we're going into the NFL season. Well, let me switch to a couple of things before I get to NFL very quickly. Have you ever Keith been to an Irish wake? No. I think I think that in honor of the two lost baseball teams, we should organize a combination sitting shiva and an Irish wake, and just end it. it, it it's done after the. After the poopery of Thursday night with Rodon, and then last night with uh, Severino, it's over. Forget it. And I feel bad for you and all of those Mets and Yankee fans. So let's have an Irish wake and bury them officially. Goodbye till next year. Good riddance. We're we're about to. As soon as they kick the ball in the air, one o'clock on Sunday, <laughs> yeah, the fan yeah. is going to be dominated by callers that want to talk. Now, football. let me get to that's what now the la- uh, the next thing I want to get to is Sunday. We are lucky in New York this Sunday, Keith. We are getting not one, not two, not three, but four games, two doubleheaders, one on CBS and one on Fox. We're getting Cleveland and Cincy. We're getting Patriots and Eagles. We're getting Packers and Bears. And I think we're getting San Francisco and Pittsburgh. So let me ask you about a couple of those juicy games. Cleveland and Cincy. How do you feel? How do you figure? I think it's um, you know, it's a coin flip between those two teams. I think they both have talent. You you want to lean Cincinnati, but that's a game I have circled at as if you need to pick an upset or you need to pick a team that can shock some people. It could be Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples Jones, Amari Cooper. Like their offense could get going on them. Okay, Philly and the Pats. I was speaking on that, you know, Tom Brady coming back to Foxborough. There's a lot of hype around it, but I still think the Eagles are the better team, and they're going to go in and just do what they do. Uh, I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to stop them. I think ultimately Jalen Hurts and the Eagles find a way to win. Okay, in the last game, San Fran and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I love that game. That's the battle of uh, the sophomore quarterbacks. That's the battle of the first quarterback taken in the draft and the last quarterback taken in the draft in um, 2022. It's uh, Purdy versus Pickett, 
And I just think the Steelers, people aren't talking about the Steelers in the right way, and they're at home, and their fans are nuts. Their fans are crazy. So Kenny Pickett in his second year, um, they've got different receivers now. It's Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson, and this kid George Pickens is a freak of nature. Uh, Kenny Pickett is a friend of mine. From my town, I know I I overhyped the kid, but I'm, I wouldn't if I didn't think he was legit. I wouldn't do it. Uh, Najee Harris, but with Jalen Warren right behind him, and then when you look at their defense, Jets fans know Quan Alexander ended up over there. I thought Quan Alexander needed to come back to the Jets. He's over there with Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, and uh, a local kid from Jersey City, St. Peter's Prep, Minka Fitzpatrick at safety. And Patrick Peterson is over there, and they they drafted um, uh, the kid out of Penn State whose dad played for them. Like they have a ton of talent. Joey Porter Jr. Last question: You mentioned college games. How do you see the Fighting Irish in NC State? Now, granted, they 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 took out Navy and they took out East Tennessee State by I think a total of ninety six to six. But how do you see this? And do you really think that they could? if circumstances are right, be perhaps one of the final four when it all is standing? No, I don't think Notre Dame will end up being one of the playoff teams, but I think they can beat NC State. They're favored seven and a half going into NC State. Like, uh, I know they're an ACC team, but you know Notre Dame has more talent than them. I think they can go in there and beat them. The over-under is at 50, so they're expected some points. Um, I think I think Notre Dame goes in and handles them. All right. Well, listen, uh, Keith, you uh... – have a great weekend with the kid. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Martian, you know, it's funny. When all this with the aliens started, you know the, you know what I thought about? Now, if you happen to be a fan of uh, Marvel superheroes, there was a character known as the Martian Manhunter. Man yeah. His name was John Jones. Yep. And he came to Earth and he joined the Justice League. Yeah, that's DC. And uh, he had some powers, and apparently he was involved in a civil war back on Mars between two groups, and he thought he'd lost his father. And the dude would, But I, I thought of him when I think of this kid, Dominguez. So, you know, go, 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 Martian Manhunter, right? <laughs> yeah, thanks for the call, Robert. But, uh, like, Martian Manhunter, no, it's a little different. The Martian is out of this world. He's supposed to, that's why I call him just the alien kid. Um, I don't know who to compare him to. We're supposed to be comparing him to baseball players, not DC superheroes but yeah I, I am a comic book guy or i used to be when i was younger i love dc uh justice league super friends i just saw that batman the animated series just turned 31 years old i was like <gasps> i used to watch that after school consistently um dc fell off when marvel really hit in uh the theater and cinema and once, you know, the Spider-Man movies came, really X-Men movies, but it was like Spider-Man movie, X-Men movie. Then they started rolling out uh, Iron Man and then all the Avengers and then Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. And now it's just so far gone with the Marvel Universe, Doctor Strange. Like, they're just, they dominate. DC DC can make another Batman. They can make another Justice League. They had it with the Dark Knight, but that that's about it. 877-337-6666, Willie Adamas. Just homered to tie the game. I'm in here watching that. I mean, I went to the game. I'm in here watching it again. You know, the the, the alien kids homer was cool. I literally was in 203 and I left uh, to go to my WFAN seats behind home plate. And I missed his I missed his at bat as far as sitting in my seat. I was in the Ford Club and saw it on the TV. And I was like, I should have went and sat. 
right back down. Let's go to Eddie in Farmingdale. Eddie, what's up, man? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? Good to talk to you. You just made me feel so old. 31 years from from, from Batman. That That's what I'm crazy. saying. It hurt my heart. I'm like, I I, I oh, wonder if that. I wonder if that. I got. Let me Google that because I, you know, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. Somebody posted that. Right, right. Uh, my friend Eddie Gonzalez, who who does a podcast with with KD, and I'm like, say it ain't so. What? That's I'm like, insane. You know, I remember. You know, we had Nick at Night, Cartoon Network, everything, but still, 31. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, it started in 1992. Wow! All right. Well, we're old, I guess man. We're, we're old. old now, huh? We're old. Yeah, we're old guys. I'm, I'm realizing <laughs> that's why I'm. I was in the stadium tonight, and I'm like another failed Yankee year of my life. <laughs> oh man! So hey, um, you know, uh, we have this weird thing where we have the same fandom, Nets, uh, Yankees, and Cowboys. So getting getting to that point, you know, everyone's talking football right now. Um, you know, besides like Mahomes, Jefferson, Eckler, all like the obvious picks, I was just thinking you always have like a good brain for this kind of thing. If you can give me one quarterback, one running back, and one wide receiver that isn't just the top three guys for us to look out for this year, who would that be? Mm, now I'm on the spot. Give me a second and I'll <laughs> I'll get there, Eddie. Thanks yeah, for yeah. the call, man. I, no, I, that, that, that's good. I gotta I gotta think about it, but I'm gonna think about it while while talking about it on air. Great call. Great, All great right. topic. Thank you. A quarterback, a running back, a receiver. Uh I mean, I've already mentioned some, like, but I'll give you more names. I Kenny Pickett to me ended the season like a NFL quarterback. And I've seen this kid play for so long. I just know he's dialed in. He's locked in. He's not going to be phased. If they protect him, he's got the weapons. Kenny Pickett is, is going to turn some heads this year with what he can do with the football. George Pickens, I told you, he's a freak. Just every clip I see of this kid, he's a freak. I think J.K. Dobbins in that um, offense with Lamar Jackson, with Mark Andrews, with Odo Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and Devin Duvernay, I think J.K. Dobbins, if you remember J.K. Dobbins at Ohio State, he was a bell cow. He was a beast. I think he can have a decent year. Travis Etienne, I don't think enough people are talking about Travis Etienne for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Travis Etienne, when he was coming out of high school, was like the number one player. And, you know, he got hurt his rookie year. And he, he had a good year last year. But Travis Etienne is another guy that I'm thinking is like, Keep an eye out for, for, for that kid at running back. Let me think of other quarterbacks. You know, the thing about the quarterbacks, most of the quarterbacks are intact. Like, it's like, you know, you know who the quarterbacks are. I'm not going to get on here and tell you Jordan Love is going to turn heads. I don't I don't believe that. Um, I'm definitely not going to tell you Josh Dobbs is a quarterback. You know who the good quarterbacks are. We all know who they are. Patrick Mahomes, they just paid Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Aaron Rodgers, I guess, you know, now Aaron Rodgers is on a new team. Derek Carr is on a new team. I really do think Daniel Jones is going to take a step forward this year. I think pretty soon, in a month, no one's going to be talking about the 15 touchdown passes he threw last year. Because in a month, he's going to have more than 15 touchdown passes. You feel me? Like, I think with with the talent that he has around him this year versus last year, guys that actually can take the ball and do the rest, that can break the game open for him, uh, where, you know, last year he didn't necessarily have that. Daniel Jones, I think, is a guy. Who else at quarterback that people maybe aren't thinking of? Justin Fields, now that Justin Fields has DJ Moore, I think Justin Fields is going to be a better passer this year. 
Running backs. Running backs. I mentioned Jalen Warren in the preseason. He had a nasty run. I, I, I'm, I'm going heavy Pittsburgh again. It's just it's just Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. I mean, they they had a great preseason. That's what you do. when you And you look at the end of last year. I think they ended last year. I know they came back and beat the Raiders, the Ravens. Kenny had some like game-winning drives. I think he might have went 5-1 and one down the stretch. They just missed the playoffs. Mike Tomlin's, you know, Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing seasons. I just ran through the, you know, different names on their offense and defense. Let me think of one more receiver. I gave you a couple running backs, a couple quarterbacks. Who's a receiver? Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. They're rookies, but I think they're guys that can get the ball, like a lot of receptions, and do something with it in the open field. Tight end-wise, Darren Waller. I'm looking for Darren Waller to have a, a resurgent year. I even think sneaky, like Tyler Conklin. No one's talking about Tyler Conklin with the Jets, but he's a good tight end, and Aaron Rodgers always knows how to find his tight end. I think he's going to be good. Deuce Vaughn. I don't know how much they're going to use Deuce Vaughn, the little running back from the Dallas Cowboys who's literally like 5'5", 150 pounds. But from what I saw with this kid at Kansas State and what I saw what I saw in the preseason, he's hard to tackle. When you're that shifty and fast and low to the ground, when you get in the open field, that one-on-one tackle is, is hard for guys to make. And I think that the Cowboys will scheme up some type of uh, plays for him. You already saw Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is going to be like, there's a reason they drafted Jameer Gibbs where they drafted him. He's, he's going to be a legit running back his rookie year for the Lions. 877-337-6666. I've got one more hour. The time is flying. And I'm going to be flying to the Bronx to try and find my wallet. And then when it's not there, I'm going to take that L. And I'm going to drive all the way home. And uh, everybody in my crib is going to be fast asleep. It'll probably be like 4 in the morning. And I'll have to be quiet until my boy wakes up at 536. And I'm be tired again. But we push through. We run through the tape. The end of another good week and the end of the weeks without NFL football on Sundays. We go with NFL football from now until February. God bless it. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.